I don't want to fucking record the Week three is in the books. We are back with another very special edition of the pod. We are here in Seattle with Ryan and Jana. Um, another weekend down. We're cracking those beers open. Just trying to get that sound check done. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Fine. That's an open question for the table. <laughs> I thought you were asking the audience. Is it like the, the people listening to the podcast? How's everyone doing tonight? I'm checking in with David Letterman. <laughs> never been better. Also never been better. Wow. <laughs> Rusty narwhals, fresh off a win. Butthole surfers 0-3 for maybe the first time ever. No. I know you didn't do that great your first season. I started 0-4. 0-4 the first season. So... Still a lot uh, to go for the surfers to make it their worst season ever. Hopefully the rest of us can make that happen. Jana, coming off the win, though. Got to feel pretty good, right? It feels good. I feel like it was a long time coming. A long time. Three weeks into the season. Feeling overdue for that win. Getting the high score of the week. Moving up to number one in points. Wasting all your points at the beginning of the season. No. It's just Um, the start of something great. We talk a lot every year about power divisions, and, you know, I think some of us feel like one division is stronger than others. Uh, Some of the time, you know, it might be a little bit contentious, but right now we have a a division that is the Rusty Narwhals, number one, uh, Giant Octopus, number two, and the Nibelonians, number three in points on the season. Um, And a pretty big uh, point difference, too. Janna has 585 points on the season. I've got 580, a uh, little bit of a drop off to Lucinda at 558, and then all we got a big, big group after that that drops all the way down to 511 for the Boomers. Uh, Eric at 509, Surfers 013 Surfers at 503, and the Heads at 502. Shitty Source at 494, pretty big drop off. Um, it's gonna Jana, keep going down. Is there pride in being in the best division? Or are you like, I can't believe I got to play this whole division another time this season? I mean, if you're looking to win, I'd prefer to be in a <laughs> division of not high point scoring teams. But I, hear I guess there's more pride in the fact if you can win in a more challenging division you did earn it you are in fourth place in our division and you have a 64 percent chance to make it to the playoffs according to espn <laughs> let's look at the other fourth place teams we have butthole surfers who have a five percent chance and the springfield adams who three weeks into the season have a one percent chance of making playoffs uh adams i'm interested to hear if you're already uh selling off pieces <laughs> Uh, so let's pivot to some non-football talk. You spent uh, a week here in Seattle. What What are your thoughts of the uh, the anti-Sunshine State? Ryan, let's start over here. Uh, actually, I feel like we've been pretty lucky. We've seen quite a bit of sunshine in our time out here. I mean, there was one day normal. where there was a lot of rain. We really only had one day where we experienced the trademark Seattle rain. Uh there's been a lot of sunshine. We had uh, one day where we went and hung out at the lake, which was beautiful and a lot of fun. 
Uh, overall, I really, I really enjoyed it. It's a beautiful state. It's uh, with a weather. lot of glass. A lot of glass. Okay. A lot of glass. <laughs> uh, Jana, originally from Oregon, is this is this bringing back those memories? Are you ready to come back to the Pacific Northwest? Um, it's everything I remember <laughs> about living in Oregon. That sounds like a negative comment. <laughs> those sunny days were fantastic. <laughs> the rainy ones. Not my We're jam. Also <laughs> um, but I do remember as a child <laughs> loving those days and yeah. playing outside and See? my kids have had a blast as mm-hmm. have I mm-hmm. in the last week. See? Having so much fun up here. I don't think I can afford to live out here and that's saying a lot <laughs> to like move from California to Washington. I know that's where this conversation is going. Welcome um, to the Bonos Podcast, where our friends try and convince us to move up to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you guys here for fantasy football? It's not. <clears throat> but it is. It's beautiful, and it's been a really fun trip. All that rain gives you a lot of green trees. My skin is glowing. <laughs> uh, so let's pivot back over to football. We've got a lot of football and non-football subjects tonight. But uh, maybe, you know, this is probably the biggest shakeup we've ever had. We've seen some stat corrections shift, uh, you know, a couple games one way or another, maybe once a season. Um, Stat correction? Please never compliment Ashley. (laughs) Sound fights. It's never going to end. I'm trying to laugh quietly. You can laugh as loud as you want. The feedback that we got from last week's podcast, it sounded like you guys were laughing and having a great time. So let's lean in. We had two games that I don't even think were really on people's radar as far as like being close enough for a stack correction. But uh, Puma Skulls jumps five points over the Bunnies to take the lead. And uh, TGIF jumps uh, two points over the Adams. Um, Austin and Eric both going from 0-2 to 2-1 in the span of just a couple days. What did you guys think of the stat corrections? I think it's amazing how the Austin GG is literally undefeated. Like, it's it's incredible how it came back from the dead mm-hmm. at the end of the week and still, like, overcame and got the win for Austin. It's, it's really uh, You impressive. and I tried the GG this week Didn't unsuccessfully. Work. Yes, did not work. I think I felt like I had all the pieces lined up. Like, I knew my team was not off was down at the lowest point and I said this is the point where Austin would GG if I was Austin and it, and it, I figured it doubled down because I was using it against Austin but it just didn't work didn't didn't work out I think part of the problem is uh oh, sorry I'm getting going off on a tangent <laughs> here but going into Austin and I's matchup but I'm not um at home right now so <laughs> I don't have access to the resources that I would usually need to be able to summon the amount of juju that I need to pull off a come from behind win. And that's your lucky chonies? It, uh, that you slighted before we came out here? I can't believe you didn't bring your lucky chonies. My lucky chonies are not working right now, so <laughs> I need to figure out a way to re, re-inject some juju into my lucky chonies. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Inject the lucky juju back into the chonies. Please write into the mailbag and we'll, we'll get you uh, directed over. Uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy and uh, it's wild, pretty, you know, how quickly the scoreboard has changed here now. You know, Eric sitting on top of his uh, division, um, you know, over the shenanigans, over the shitty sources, um, looking to maybe be one of the more, you know, winnable divisions for one of these kind of middling teams. 
Ashley, you were in this division, I think, uh, earlier. Ryan and I were having some conversations. This is probably the worst division. Yeah. Uh, are you feeling like you can climb on top of this pile? Maybe as early as this week? No, I don't like that choice of words. Um, I have a lot of injuries. My players that were injured during the game then came back out, did not do well. They appear to be still injured and just playing hurt. Um, and I don't know. Maybe I'll get lucky on the waiver wire. Maybe I'll get a Josh Gordon and not you anyone else. <laughs> you guys will hear this after waivers go through. So I guess Ashley's not letting out any, uh, any trade secrets here. Uh, but yeah, big shakeup in divisions. Not only that, we have no undefeated teams. Uh, we usually have one going a little bit into the season, but no undefeated teams, just some winless teams sitting at the bottom of their division. Boo for them. Um, but yeah, we got some other fun stuff to get into, you know, for all the listeners tonight. I'm really fucking this up left and right. Why, Why don't we go around real quick and do a drink check here? Ashley, what are you having? A session. A session, which I'm just now seeing, is made by Full Sail. Oh, nice. Which is interesting. And I'm also seeing that's made in Oregon, which is also news to me. Huh. Huh. Never knew they were made by Full Sail. Mm-hmm. We're all learning something. Uh, Jana, what are we drinking tonight? Schilling Hard Cider. Local legend. Semi-sweet, but it feels full sweet. There we go. There we go. (laughs) I was looking for that that bite-size review. And uh, Ryan, what do we got going on over here? I am drinking a Monk's Uncle by Pike Brewing Company from Seattle, Washington. It is a uh, triple ale that (laughs) has a fruity, sweet, and complex flavor. The color is uh, straw. And it pairs well with meat and cheese plates. With <laughs> these are Ryan's thoughts. He's not witty them puns off and lots of fun. You know, I'm a type of guy that loves me some witty puns and lots of fun. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, I can, I can keep reading. Uh, the grain is uh, organic pale and pills malt. The hops is nougat and sass. Nougat? Yeah, nougat, like from a Snickers. I'd pronounce that nugget. Well, nougat nugget. Tomato, tomato. Nougat has O's, doesn't it? Nougat doesn't. I think Nougat has one G, like Ted Nugent. Uh, The fermentation style is Belgian Abbey yeast. (laughs) Contents 12 fluid ounces. What's that? Whoa, it's 9.0 alcohol. We're getting drunk. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm having a a shilling like Jana. I also (laughs) am shocked that it says a, a, a non or, you know, less sweet cider. It tastes very sweet. Um, I also had a Monk's Uncle, and yeah, I was shocked at that 9%. That's a lot of beer. I mean, it tastes like a regular beer. It's a lot of alcohol. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, doing great. (laughs) Did you send it to your mom? Last week, we tried out um, some pretty gnarly Mountain Dew. Some of us in the house have been just chugging those I like it, dude. Because they're pretty bomb. I love it. (laughs) Uh, tonight we got something else for you. We have uh, we went down and got some of these uh, new bizarre Oreo flavors. <laughs> I think it was Lay's who's really like digging into like the let's do weird shit, right? The I saw chips. Yeah. I saw yeah. squid Lay's when I was looking at <laughs> squid Lay's. I wish we had gotten. We're some speaking those about weird shit. We can talk shit. about the weird shit we ate this earlier for dinner. Oh yeah. The octopus balls. The octopus balls. <laughs> so a lot of people don't know this. Octopus have uh, ten testicles. <laughs> Eight legs and ten <laughs> testicles. <laughs> and you can get them deep fried at a burger restaurant here. Do they also have suctioning capabilities? <laughs> I mean, you tell me. You, you tried it. <laughs> it was. It was disgusting. 
<laughs> what would you describe the texture like? Like mochi I, yeah no, like mochi, like, it was like mochi or like lychee like the inside of it yeah no. or it like gooey. lychee lychee like how do you fishy say fishy flavored goo on the inside it was gross dude with a, a hard a hard fried shell yeah does it taste like other semen that you've had <laughs> 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 moving on <laughs> Tonight, we have got some uh, bizarre flavor Oreos. I wanted to find some more bizarre. This is the most bizarre we could find. My first one here is carrot cake, which I, you know, I, I think carrot cake is a very polarizing flavor. Uh, people love it or hate it. I personally hate it. I so, love it. Yeah, I like it too. This looks I disgusting. also hate it. Yeah. Uh, and then our second Oreo flavor here is a caramel coconut. It looks like Ashley's passing our carrot uh, cake Oreos, so we're going to give these a grab. They look kind of like those golden Oreos, but more like carrot cakey. Um, people are people are digging in. Ashley is doing all cream, which I don't think is how God intended you to eat Oreos, but... You know, it's got the nice um, spicy flavors that you get from a carrot cake, but I'm not really getting the carrot flavor. I don't have any... Uh, like all cinnamon. Carrot coming through. I honestly think it's great because it tastes nothing like carrot cake. It tastes like cinnamon and cream cheese. Yeah, it's just good. It tastes it's the really good. Is good. Yeah. It tastes like those uh cookies at the ginger cats at, um, at Trader Joe's. Yeah. Mm, that holds a ginger cat. Well, it does cookies. have a lot of ginger flavor mm -hmm. in it. It's really good. I also, is, I also don't like ginger. So, Austin, if you're making a list of all the shit I hate, you're going to add carrot cake and ginger. Caramel coconut cookie, which is essentially the ingredients of a caramel delight, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Or a German chocolate so cake. So, I, I think the consensus, though, is that the carrot cake was good if, you know, not, not better than we expected. No. All right. We're going to dig into the caramel coconut here. This has all here? the things I love. Okay, so finally we found something that Jana likes. <laughs> Not squid balls, but caramel coconut. <laughs> um, It's weird. It doesn't taste like coconut at all. I don't know if that's because of the carrot cake one. I agree. That kind of just tastes like an off-tasting Oreo. It tastes yeah. burnt. Yeah, like burnt caramel Oreo. Not good. Not good. No. So, carrot cake, big thumbs up, caramel coconut, big thumbs down. The kids can eat those ones. Ew, we, we say we don't like them, but we'll see how many we actually eat over the course of this podcast. <laughs> At the end of the podcast, both these containers might be empty. <laughs> I, I don't even want to finish that I thought the carrot cookie. cake was really good. I'm going back for more. Mmm, so good. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump on over. We don't have any hotline this week. Thank we do God. have... You guys didn't like the hotline last week? I couldn't even hear it. It was some wild person. Someone called in and complained about Josh Allen. I didn't hear anybody calling in this week to sing Josh Allen's praises this right. week after a pretty good Are you talking about defensive end Josh Allen? Um, no. <laughs> no. I'm glad that up. We do have quite a bit of mailbag. If you are sitting at home and thinking, I better write in some mailbag. They asked for some. Um, we appreciate it. You don't necessarily have to write 12 in the span of like six minutes. 
Uh, do you get the timestamp here? I don't necessarily know who wrote them, but I can clearly see that somebody is just emptying their thoughts into the mailbag. But uh, we'll just we'll start at the top here. A uh, surfer suck. All right, that's fair. I mean. Do I, should I defend myself? Like, I've got, like... I mean, you might as well, because we got a bunch of these. I mean, we know, right. we know that about, you They're suck. all about how bad Ryan's team is. So all right. I'll, just start, I'll just start out in the beginning. I've got a pretty steady track record of not sucking. So I'll just I'll just say scoreboard, bitch. <laughs> all right, like, next one. I'm league-long scoreboard, like, not this season's oh, you're, well, you're, Not at this moment. Not at this moment. That's but. what we call the Austin. Yeah. I've done well historically, right. so you can never shit talk so me. So, like, I mean, the stats say that I should not suck for the rest of the season. Hopefully it catches oh, up. Even better. All right, Ryan, do you think you'll win a game anytime soon? Uh, Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Uh, who wins first, Martin or Ryan? Uh, let's have someone else field this question. Uh, probably Ryan, seeing as how Martin started a hurt out player last week. We had two teams. It's week three, and we had two teams <laughs> start players who were out. Not looking good for the rest of the season. But in, in his check defense. Quick, the Adams are playing the Narwhals this week. So that's not slouch. In the his surfers defense, are playing TGIF, ew. which seems like an interesting matchup to me. In uh, Martin's defense, <coughs> he was at the uh, second wedding of Lucinda and the Neblonians. Uh, so congratulations, Lucinda. To our auctioneer, Mike. Yes. So Lucinda, Lucinda didn't marry the Neblonians. Okay, I said Newt Lucinda of the Neblonians. No, you said and. Oh, whatever. Lucinda joined our league, I don't know, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, Mike DeLeon, everyone knows, is our auctioneer. And so they were both at the draft. And Mike DeLeon was doing the auctioning, and she was just so impressed. She approached him after, kind of sparked a conversation. And the two of them hit it off, and now they're married. So wow. I can't Marry the auctioneer. We got them together. You heard it here first. Bo knows was the matchmaker. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. So if you are looking to get set up for one reason or another, just let me know. I will hook you up with um, another single member of the league, uh, which is probably going to be Martin. So if you're interested in Martin, <laughs> just uh, let me know. Uh, but yeah, let's keep working our way through the mailbag here. Wow. Have the Adams ever been ranked so high? Um, you're probably going to like today's rankings if you think that the Adams are ranked too high last week. Yeah, I think uh, this is one of the things I wish I tracked and I don't, but it's like all, you know, all-time power rankings, like week to week and, you know, what position you usually fall in and stuff like that. I think Adams are definitely a historic uh, 12th-ranked team. Um, and, yeah, well, very unfortunate showing. If you could track that. We were talking about earlier, like, how people track throughout the uh, different points of the season, the teams that rise and the teams that fall. If you track the power rankings through, like, different blocks of the season, that would be pretty interesting to know. Yeah, one thing I, I did at some point a long time ago, I wish it was something I could better track of, but it was kind of the, the power rankings versus, like, their, their actual standings in the league. So, like, the league's perception of that team Versus how that team was actually doing. Pretty fun stuff. Wish I had time to do stuff like that. All right, next one. How does it feel to be undefeated? Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) Um, Yeah, like I said earlier, usually we have an undefeated team uh, at this point in the season. But, um, you know, uh, it just means that we're all so evenly matched. We got one here for Jana. Can you please elaborate on 
all the foods that you don't like. Oh, we already did it. Let's start with uh, cilantro. How do you feel about that? I hate cilantro. Hate cilantro. Okay, Janet was cursed with the cilantro-hating gene, and she shouldn't have spread her genetics. I feel like... Because that is the curse. (laughs) It's been a little bit misconstrued that people may think I'm a picky eater, and I'm really not. But I don't care for cilantro. I don't care for tomatoes on their own. Don't like white cherry Slurpees. I don't like cherry flavoring. <laughs> I do like actual cherries. Hmm. Brussels sprouts I have a love-hate relationship with. I only love them on a very specific type of pizza. Hmm. Um, carrot cake, not my fave. Root beer. And root beer. I do hate root beer. Caramel coconut Oreos. <laughs> I mean, can we all agree that those were nasty? Yeah. I'll eat one right now. Prove that they're octopus ball fine. But they're fine. <laughs> I'll eat one now. I don't like octopus balls. I don't like eel sauce. That's kind of a burnt flavor. Was it burnt? (laughs) Did you like any of the sauces that we had tonight? (laughs) Was it misconstrued? Or are you a picky eater? (laughs) The ranch was good. The honey mustard was good. That horseradish. I don't like horseradish or wasabi. It has long been said that. Ryan and I are alike, and you and Justin are alike. So I guess we can conclude that food pickiness goes on that list. I like fake, fake cherry taste, so I'm less picky than Jim. I yeah, like onions. When was the last time you ate the vegetable? <laughs> All right. After looking at Ryan's record, I retract my previous comment, and I feel bad. Good luck, buddy. Hang in there. What was the previous comment? That surfers. Suck. There's a whole bunch of them. Oh. Surfers suck. Ryan, do you think he'll ever win? Who oh. went first, Ryan or Martin? Oh, so they felt like they're landing on too thick. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, don't mm-hmm. don't feel bad for me. I'll get it. I'll, I'll be all right. I don't need your pity. <laughs> no. One all right, uh, we got one here for Ashley. Mm-hmm. Ashley, Fluffy is coming for your ass. Whoa! Get ready to be fluffed. Do people fluff the ass? I thought you only had to fluff. Well, no. you know, I don't want for the kids out there. I don't want to talk <laughs> to about your regularly fluffed. But do people fluff the butthole? No, I think it's just bleach. Yeah. I will bleach my butthole. If you lose this week? If I lose this week. First challenge. This is a good, uh, not a segue, because we got to wait to get through the mailbag. Is that one going to be one of the challenges this week? Yeah. If you lose, you have to bleach your ass. Put it on Marco Polo? Yeah. How do you wow. prove it? Like you have to show you have your ass before and after if pictures. You, if you do a close up enough, it's not weird. This you don't like have to ex- like tag it. We can post it anonymously. Do like an extreme close up. Could be anyone's bubble. <laughs> Someone has two extra fab dolls. If you want your fab, you're gonna have to tag yourself. <laughs> Like it could be your bleach bubble, it could just be your hand when you do this. I'll just do that. That's really white. No, well, no. <laughs> we could do like multiple challenges in the same week, so it like kind of dilutes. Like maybe she bleached her asshole, maybe she just painted a picture. Uh, either way, I'm interested to hear what if what I want all the is. <laughs> Um, all right, here we go. How did I go from 2-0 and to 1-2? and I can't believe these stat corrections. Uh, yeah, you know, we talked about that a little bit earlier. It is pretty tough uh, for those teams out there. That's uh, kind of one of the unfortunate parts of IDP is that the a lot of the scoring comes in a lot later 
Um, I'm not a fan of that that part of the scoring. I wish it was quicker on ESPN's mm. behalf. Um, but unfortunately, it kind of is what it is. My recommendation is to just go out there and just win. You know, if you win by a bunch of points, you don't have to worry about stuff like that. Did we ever find out, um, was the correction on ESPN? Or did we have to go deeper to find it? Uh, the so the, the corrections were on ESPN. There's kind of, and this is this is getting into some stuff that we'll probably want to talk about in the offseason. We talked a little bit about stuff scoring, which I think a lot of us now think is probably too high. Um, but there's a big distinction between stuffs as ESPN tracks and describes them is stopping a runner, you know, inside the, the, the running lane um, for zero or, you know, less yards. Or negative yards. Um, a more, a, a maybe more official NFL stat is called a tackle for a loss. Mm-hmm. And that's where, when you tackle them anywhere in the field behind the line of scrimmage, but it's not zero or less, it's negative one or less. Oh, okay. So a little bit harder. So Austin's IDP guy, he had, I think, three or four stuffs the other day, but he only had one tackle for a loss. Kind of a big distinction. Unfortunately, though, ESPN only tracks stuffs. They don't let us track uh, tackle for a loss. So... Uh, yeah, don't really know if there was like a point there, but uh, a big distinction in the tracking. It is kind of hard to find some of those stats. I wish ESPN did tackle for a loss instead of stuff, but I think um, one of our offseason things is definitely going to be moving stuffs down. Ryan and I were talking a little bit about it because you generally get points for the tackle as well as the stuff. Um, a solo tackle is worth 1.25, so maybe 0.75 points for the stuff. So you get, a, you know, then you get the two points instead of getting, you know, 3.25 for the stuff now. Uh, might be more fair, but we can definitely talk about that later. I'm sorry I asked. Uh, you should be, uh, as well as this person who said, IDP is stupid. Why is there no info? I hate IDP. Uh, Jana. Do you have any comments on this? <laughs> Jenna, as our most rookie member <laughs> of fantasy feel... football, somebody who didn't care about football at all until you joined the league, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the information surrounding Available. IDP players? And yeah, so I as of two years ago, I have never watched a game of football in my life, knew nothing about the sport. Mm-hmm. I came into the league, we had IDP, and I had to learn about IDP players. So obviously there's information available. I feel like my IDP has been relatively strong and consistent for the most part. Maybe not like blowing out people's other IDP, but like consistently doing okay. So there's information out there because I had to find it. I had no choice Mm -hmm. if I wanted to do all right with IDP. Interesting. Do the research. Yeah, it's out there. I uh, We talked about this. Austin and I had a big breakdown last season. You can go ahead and find that episode uh, if you're so inclined. But, you know, I think that the real thing, you know, just go out there and just see who's playing a lot. If they're out there for 50, 60 snaps a game, they're going to get a lot of tackles regardless. So that's my uh, recommendation. You can figure it out. Ashley, you can help me out with this here. You're a scientist. I don't even know what this means. How much? How much what? Adrenochrome? Adrenochrome does Tom Brady inject each day. Do you know what that is? I don't think that's a thing. Let's Google it. How All right, so it? we're using Google. Oh my God. Live on the air it here. Is a thing. Immediately came up on Wikipedia proving oh, Ashley stupid. And her science wrong. Why have I never heard it called that? Looks like it's a chemical compound. 
Well, it's just a. I mean, you're also like a, a like a beautician in, in some senses, right? Or are you missing well, on both science and beauty right now? Yeah, yeah. It sucks. This is in your search history now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Somebody help me out. What it's is an it? oxidation okay. of epinephrine. But my <laughs> second talking point is: How did QAnon become obsessed with adrenochrome yeah, as same. an imaginary drug? So. Well, now I'm lost. <laughs> Oh, wait, it's just epinephrine. Why are they calling it adrenochrome? Oh, and they're harvesting it from kids, guys. Okay, so Jana's giving me the, the QAnon view on it. <laughs> Actually, help me out here. What is the, what's the benefit wait, of taking it, this, this is chemical? Is it epinephrine? What's happening? I don't even know what epinephrine you, is, so I'm really getting lost here. It's a psychedelic oh, drug. Oh, it says that they used it for treatment of schizophrenia. That democratic elites take. <laughs> It's a control. It's harvested it's from the fear of children. <laughs> like in the hit movie Monsters oh, Inc. <laughs> Wait, Incredible. they talk about it in a Clockwork Orange. I read that book and I don't remember that. Oh, it's in their their milk. Whose milk? The mother's milk. The milk? milk that they drink on Clockwork Orange. You never seen Clockwork Orange? I have. They're like obsessed with the milk. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and move on from Oh, Anne Huntress Thompson mentions it in Fear and Loathing. This sounds like okay. a bunch of white dude bullshit. How is the vacation going? Thanks for the invite. I think it's going great. You know, we've been up here a year, you know, without our close and dear friends, and now we get to hang out with them. <laughs> I guess nobody else has any thoughts. Ashley's in like a rabbit Ashley, hole. Yeah, she's falling down the rabbit hole on her phone. Um, yeah, this is a vacation long overdue. Yes. We missed you. Due to Whoever wrote this in, no, you were not invited. But they're leaving. You guys can come after that. That'd be yeah, cool. Our vacation's yeah. over. Yeah, I can... Uh, Say that this is a great place to stay if you need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Talk kid to Ashley Griffin. It's totally kid friendly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of board games. We do. Mm-hmm. They'll um, teach you how to play them. Mm-hmm. Jana, I understand that tonight was your first time playing the hit board game Clank. What were your thoughts? Do you think you'll play more board games in the future? Wow, that was quick. Is there like an eye in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Clank was really fun. I get very intimidated by board games, which I was speaking about earlier, because I feel like it's a thing much like fantasy football that I'm very new to. But it was fun, and I had good people to teach me how to play. And I almost won. It's just oxidized adrenaline. Who are you? Or epinephrine. (laughs) For those of us. Now she's still doing her research over here. All right, well, I was one. looking at the chemical structure, and I'm like, what the fuck? But I don't even understand, like, what do you, what do you mean oh, they're harvesting it? Too many drinks in front What do you mean they're harvesting it from kids? That's well, what QAnon said. They put it in a little bottle. Mike Wazowski, the other guys, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. solely helps him out. That makes sense. Overnight kids camp, best place. Yeah. yeah. You're just get in the closet. Mm-hmm. All right, that with half of the teams now at two and one, which teams, plural, let's uh, put this down to one here. Do you think we'll have the best shot at the playoffs and why? Let's go around the table here. Don't pick your own team. Ashley, that's easy for you. Who do you think is going to win the playoffs this year? They like have to be a 2-1 oh, the team. I guess they're going to go to the playoffs. Oh, okay. Uh, Jana? Wait, they don't have to be a 2-1 team? No, any team. Oh, any wait. Team that's going to the playoffs. Jana, Justin. No, just pick one team. Jana. 
All right, Jana is going to the playoffs. Jana, who, which team has the best shot at the playoffs? I think Justin. Am I? I'm not picking from this room. But two can per, someone can yeah two two per, teams in one yes, division go to the division. playoffs? Six yeah, teams. we still have the wild card spot. Yeah. Um. So the way that the divisions work, we have uh, the three division winners are going to go, and then after that, the three teams with the best record mm-hmm. from te- any division. Technically, if our if we somehow didn't cannibalize each other enough, it could be yeah, you, me, and Lucinda. I see. Um. You know, maybe unlikely, maybe not. Ryan, who do you think is the best shot to go to the playoffs? Um, so I'm going to give you the long answer here. Uh, Love I, it. I don't want to pick anything from Sleeper's Tomb because that is, I mean, I think two teams will go from that division, but, you know, it's crapshoot. Like, there's those are all great teams. It could be anyone. I don't want to pick anyone from Oceans of Tears because, uh, um, spoiler alert, I think the team that's going is the team that's at the bottom of the standings. And then, um, so I'm going to pick a team from Bastion of Thunder, and I am going to go with uh, TGIF. They're leading the division right now. They're still looking like they can uh, hang out ahead of the division. I think they're going to stay there and win that division. All right, yeah, TGIF, that was, uh, was going to be my pick. They look, uh, you know, with the stat correction thing, their team, you know, not at the top of the points, but we know Eric uh, uh, is a real grinder. He's going to keep... Uh, Turning the lineup, getting the win, stuff like that. I, I agree with you. But for my pick, uh, I'll just go ahead and pick uh, Nibelonians, who, <laughs> you know, put up a big score this week, looking real strong. And, uh, you know, with the power of marriage, the power of love, you know, maybe everything's coming together for Nibelonians mm-hmm. this year. All right. That was our last mailbag here. So we will go ahead. We're going to jump over. We uh, mentioned last week uh, a lot of us had a lot of fun doing the challenges on uh, Marco Polo or, you know, wherever we were sending them, posting them in the chat and stuff like that last year. A ton of fun. We sat down we wrote down some of the stuff that we did last year. I think some of us remember, you know, doing kind of the silly stuff like doing handstands, stuff like that um, for Fab. Jana reminded me of a big, big list of stuff that we did here. So I'm just going to go over these real quick before we talk about, you know, doing something for this season. We had the touchdown dance, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of us remember being super fun. Uh, we had the drawing. Everybody's drawing their favorite players. I feel like that could be like uh, website material, too. Like you mm-hmm. draw your favorite player that goes up on your bio. Oh, incredible. Yeah, I meant to go through the Marco Polos and like screen cap them. I, I, it would have been better to have people do pictures. Um, we had the team Jingles. Uh, that was a, a mixed bag, but pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we had a couple other, like, you know, maybe new ideas on here, too. Maybe getting some team challenges. Uh, you know, nobody really wrote anything back. I think uh, enough of us want to get this going, though. I, I'm going to try to get it introduced this week. I know some of us wanted to vote on uh, adding Fab to the pool, so I want to make sure that's cool with everyone before we get started. Uh, but we had Matt, I think, last year was identifying each team with, like, a beer, you know? Um, describing how that fit. I thought it'd be fun for every team to kind of come up with their own beer that represented their team. That could be fun. Um, we had the team logos idea. Janet, did you want to talk about that one a little bit more? Yeah, I, I'm maybe too old for TikTok, but I <laughs> frequent the site often. Um, <laughs> TikTok.com. Time for some entertainment. <laughs> but there's that girl who does... Um, What's it called? Like re... Graphic design? Yeah, graphic design. And she redesigns like 
big names. Like, I know she did the Detroit Lions. Is the Detroit Lions? <laughs> just was like, Lions? Um, but I thought it'd be fun to, like, reinvent our team graphics in a funny way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe even your name, you know, some kind of, like, stupid way to do it. That'd be, that'd be pretty fun. Um, and then you'll never guess where this idea came from. Make a magic card that represented your team. I mean, that's what's fun to me. Lots of people do lots of things. You know, what color is your team? You know, like what abilities does it have? It's a creature, enchantment, stuff like that. That was actually Jana's idea. Awesome mm-hmm. idea. Good idea, Jana. We could all make a magic. They have uh, uh, some pretty sweet templates. So, you know, the main theme here, we all love challenges last year. Just talking about the ones from last year. I remembered a lot of fun uh, times that we had on Marco Polo and, and Discord and stuff. So I think we want to get that going again. I think that'd be pretty fun. So... Yeah, and it'd be fun to hear other people's ideas. ideas I know yeah. we like brainstormed. Yeah, like what about other? like the longest hot box? <laughs> <laughs> or like we mentioned with the uh, bee hole situation. Oh yeah, the bleaching of the asshole. All right, last week we had our matchup of the week featuring again the narwhals here, who I think were a little bit nervous about pee- being put on the spot with the uh, in public, just peeing everywhere all the time. It's incredible. Oh my god, we saw a chick at the Alanis Morissette concert last night. Uh, <laughs> peeing in the parking lot, like right in front of the cars leaving. Yeah. She just squatted and squatted right there. You know, good for her. I fully believe. But it wasn't like where you need to. You can. It was like cool. I like more power to her. I was just surprised it wasn't like off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> no time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had the narwhals going up against uh, Mega Shark. Uh, we mentioned it earlier. Maybe a underrated team going against a possibly overrated team. And you know what we had was a massive blowout. The Rusty Narwhals winning 210 points to the Mega Sharks 143. Um, you know, I think Mega Shark was let down a lot by Kansas City. Mahomes kind of got it going in the second half, um, but Narwhals, you know, pretty solid performance overall. Narwhals, you're winning, uh, but at the expense of having Tom Brady on your team, yeah. uh, is that something that you can sleep with that night? I have no shame hmm. about Tom Brady or Antonio Brown. Hmm. Or any other... You heard it here first. Jana has no conscience. This coming from the current... Or from (laughs) last year's Tyreek Hill manager. I think I got Tom Brady for a smoking deal. (laughs) And he's scoring me points like quarterbacks that people had to invest. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're all stoked to see Cordell Patterson put up another uh, 17 points. Derrick Henry, not a monster game, but 18 points is obviously pretty great. The only person on my team to score a touchdown was that, Mr. Tom Brady. 210 (laughs) points with only a single touchdown on your team. Pretty impressive. And that actually brings me to my next point here. I mean, crushing it in IDP. Just, you know, I'm looking down the line here. 17 points, 18 points, 17 points, 19 points. Um, you know, Mata Sweat, five points, but, you know, we, uh, I think a lot of us have seen defensive end is a little unpredictable. Um, did you have a specific IDP strategy going in? Were you trying to just, like, grab the guys that fell through cheap? Did you have, like, some guys that you liked and you wanted? Uh, what, what was going on there? I don't think any—Deion Jones is the only IDP I currently have on my roster that I drafted. 
Everyone else I've picked up off waivers. So just kind of seeing who, who worked out in the first couple of weeks there. It's all about snap counts in my mind. There you go. See, I, some more IDP tips from the uh, the IDP champ. And that Cole Holcomb, Kirksey have all played 100% of their snaps thus far. So There you go. Get a guy who plays 100% of the, the snaps. The they're, yeah, they're going to get a lot of tackles. It, it seems pretty simple on paper. Um, you know, we, we spent a lot of the day complaining about Chase Claypool. 14 points, though. Um, is he somebody who you think this is? He's just getting things going, or are you kind of on the fence about the uh, the Claypool? Experiment? I am most certainly on the fence. I don't have any faith in Ben Roethlisberger, so it makes me nervous um, for Chase Claypool. In that I, he's just not getting the passes that I would hope he would get. So trade me. <laughs> I got so some trade bait. We had mentioned this is uh, this is one of the things I think is funny about when you're watching the score so close uh, live. You know, Thursday night you guys were you know just dead even, and I think through most of the 10 a.m. slate as well, you guys were just dead even. I'm I'm seeing now a lot of guys who kind of let down Matt's team. Uh, you know, mostly the the Kansas City stack that um, Mega Shark had going on. Were, how are you feeling going into the the 10 a.m. slate? I was nervous after Thursday night because it was so close. Um, but yeah, after things got going, I saw my team kind of racking in the points and Matt's was kind of lagging. So I just realized right now that uh, Megashark has Justin Herbert on the bench <laughs> who crushed Patrick Mahomes. Um, we'll pivot over here to Ashley for a second. Chargers beating Kansas City at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. How did that it, feel? It was amazing. Um, it doesn't happen. The Chargers usually get beat by Kansas City at the Chargers' home. But um, it felt good. And I think that Matt should admit that he's not the biggest Chargers fan since he has Justin Herbert on his bench. How would you not bench Justin <laughs> Herbert and bench... If you were a real Chargers fan, you'd, you'd start Justin him. Herbert yeah. over Patrick Mahomes. You'd draft Patrick you, Mahomes so you could start, start Justin, Justin Herbert over him. <laughs> I mean, my question for Matt, I remember he was you know, getting a little bit involved in the Saints here, but uh, only one Saint left on his team and on his bench. So, Matt, if you're uh, you know, a real Saints fan... You know, prove it. Let's get going here. Prove it. All right. So that was our matchup of the week. Um, pretty exciting for a while. Ended up turning into a blowout, but Rusty Narwhals get the win, and Mega Shark ends up two and one. Uh, these wins are, you know, going to be a big, big part of this division. So that was a, an important one. Let's pivot over here. We got the power rankings. And I'll ask the same question I did last week. Do you guys want to start from the top or the bottom? Bottom. Uh, Started from the bottom. People love the bottom. All bottoms rejoice. So we have, (laughs) drum roll, we had some comments during the, uh, oh, it's better when everybody's doing it. We had some uh, comments in the mailbag about how the Adams were rated too highly, (laughs) and I think everyone agreed. (laughs) Martin. Forgets to set his lineup in week three. Scores 99 points in a season where we added three roster spots. 99.77 points. And uh, he drops six positions in the power rankings and is down at number 12. Was it a couple weeks ago when you said long gone are the days of people not breaking 100 points (laughs) with all these expanded rosters and... Martin said, hold my beer. I mean, how am I supposed to know that he's going to start free agent Jamie Collins? 
and Deontay Johnson. Um, you know, not not really like a bad day for the Adams. On top of that, a little bit of a bad day, but you know, not great. And those zeros definitely hurt. Uh, you know, we got the exact opposite of what we we're talking about in Janice's team. Just you know, not you know, not a great IDP day. And when your offense isn't doing much on top of that, you know. That's a, that's a recipe for disaster. Um, you know, so we see this a lot, you know, when you have a team of kind of just a lot of middling players, we have a lot of guys who, you know, aren't necessarily studs. Um, you, you're going to have weeks like this, uh, not sitting in your lineup. Definitely hurts. Cream Hunt on the bench with 25 points. Um, that's definitely going to hurt. Jamal Williams, you know, recently acquired by the Adams, but not started. Uh, that's going to hurt as well. Ashley, is there any hope for the Adams this season? Are we seeing, uh, uh, you know, regular season Martin early this season. No, I think he'll he'll be good. He's in a comeback and be middle of the pack. He has some good talent. Also, who knows, he might get some stuffs on Friday and break 100. That's true. Yep. With the, uh, yeah, getting the, the late stuffs and stuffs getting racked in at two points, you know, no, no score is safe. Um, well, I guess when you lose by almost 100 points, your score is probably safe. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump over here. No movement in the number 11 spot. Do you guys remember who was at number 11 last week? Is he in this room? He might be in this room right now. The Butthole Surfers. Butthole! You're stupid. Yeah, you know, this one not necessarily looking like a blot on paper. doesn't look great. Lost by 20 points. But, Ryan, this one was... A little close and even, you know, maybe winnable going into the Monday night game. Um, was there a point where you kind of threw in the towel? I know you're trying the GG, which wasn't necessarily you throwing in the towel. Rather, you know, trying some uh, some mind games or some juju games here. Uh, when, uh, you know, when did you see start to see the curtain close here? Uh, when I saw the way that the Cowboys were using their run game to just do whatever the hell they wanted against the Eagles. And it looked like there was going to be no reason for them to throw the ball, let alone throw the ball to Amari Cooper. Uh, Dak actually did end up with quite a few passing touchdowns, but it just uh, it didn't look like there was any reason for them to use their wide receivers. So, yeah, before the half was over, I had a feeling it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so we had two weeks of, uh, you know, maybe bad or, you know, maybe mediocre uh, to the rest of the season, Josh Allen. And then, you know, this week he blows up. We saw a lot of this last season. Uh, where where do you stand in the Josh Allen camp? Is is this week the real week or do you think that he's kind of come down to earth a little bit this season? I think this is probably the real week. I think the first two weeks were probably him. Uh, just knocking the rust off and then getting primed and ready to face the butthole surfers. And then he said, you know what? This is my time to shine. I'm going to just go for five total touchdowns this week. Do you think that after your trade, uh, Austin is kicking himself for not starting Emmanuel Sanders? (laughs) Uh, No, I wouldn't have started Emmanuel Sanders over any of the people that he started. Uh, Sterling Shepard got hurt early, but he's been killing it. And I couldn't see any of those other people I would have started him over. Okay. Does it sting a little uh, having Alexander Madison go off for 20 points? That did sting a lot. Actually, a lot, yeah. You know, I started uh, him multiple times last season, right? And he didn't really do much while Cook was out? Not just that, but I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Cook fan. I just love Dalvin Cook. So I'm always rooting for him. 
and wanting him to do well and to, to just have it so happen that on the week where he wasn't able to play, his backup was going to come in and just shred me. That, that was kind of like extra salt on the wound. Devontae Adams scored 25 points. Um, I think the top scorer on your team. He was, I think, you know, maybe illegally dead for a couple seconds as we saw them zoom in on his face this week. But he came back into the game. Uh, are you worried about him going into this weekend? Um, I was worried for him on the field, like, at that moment. Yeah, I like that was scary and of course that was a brutal hit and then the film crew zoomed right in on his face ultra high definition unconscious Devonte adams like that was just fucked up and then surprisingly he like went into the blue tent and came right back out and came into the game i don't know how that happened do you think it was adrenochrome uh he might have <laughs> been injected with some adrenochrome yes <laughs> In which case, I think there's no doubt that he will be back and ready to play next week because the adrenochrome healed him. That makes sense. All right, well, we have a nice, easy transition here. Uh, coming to number 10, moving up two spots, even though they uh, accumulated two wins and one short week. The Puma Skulls on the other side of that matchup. Yeah, looking at the team, you know, big, big performance from uh, the Bill Stack. You know, in the grand scheme of things, 168, you know, good score, you know, not maybe not as impressive as some of the other scores we've seen in some other powerful divisions. Wow. Um, some okay IDP performances. Jana, where where did you rank uh, the Puma Skulls and how are you feeling about this team? It was low. <laughs> Down to number 10 low? Maybe even <laughs> 11. Really maybe even <laughs> 11. You want to talk a little bit about that ranking? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just don't see a lot of consistency in Austin's team. Like, yeah, Josh Allen had a great week. I don't know if he's going to do it again. I think maybe he peaked. And he peaked really fucking hard. He peaked real hard. He's got a lot of cues. He well, peaked a really hard all over Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. Happens. I don't know what I think of Austin's team. All right, let's go ahead and look at the next team we have on the list the Fluffy Bunnies moving down four spots, still above the Puma Skulls. Um, you know, despite the L, despite being second to last in points. Uh, this is, you know, 120 points Yikes. below the first place team. Not looking good. Um, lost to the Boomers. We're kind of booming right now. Lost Christian McCaffrey this week. Um, you know, a lot of other duds out of some of the guys they may be relying on, like Hawkinson. Um, Ryan, what is your impression of the bunnies and them going forward um i think that the out of the draft like the bunnies were a great team like this is modeled after one of the teams that i would have liked to build like wide receiver or i'm sorry running back heavy kind of fill in the wide receivers as you as you go along that's it's usually how i like to make my teams but uh this had by you know week three turned into Yeesh, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel hard. Like, I feel bad, like, not wanting to just pile on Brett, but 
He's got some. She's got some moves he's got to make. He's got some shit to fill in. Um, we'll see if he makes those moves. That's all I got. Got to make those moves. Uh, made one big move for. Um, of course, I don't have it in front of me right now. I'm completely losing my mind. A 49ers running back who scored zero points this week. <laughs> Uh, and is left a little light on Fab to maybe make a, a move for uh, Christian McCaffrey replacement. We'll see what the bunnies do. We're going to go ahead and keep on moving here. We got Mega Shark moving up uh, two points from uh, 10th to 8th in the power rankings, despite a pretty, you know, sound beating by the narwhals who spent a little bit of time talking about already. Uh, I'm surprised the people have so much faith in Mega Shark. Ashley, you have been playing with Matt since season one. Mm -hmm. What is a characteristic of Mega Shark when you think about the team? What do you always think about? Uh, old players. Old players like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Not Patrick Mahomes. But historically, uh, Matt has gotten old studs. I think that's fair. Is when it you look right? at his team right now, we've got a lot of seasoned veterans. Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Cooks. I don't think any of us would be upset about that. Yeah. But no. yeah, a lot of uh, seasoned veterans. Old he, doesn't mean bad. I, I hear you. He started uh, Sony Michelle this week in lieu of uh, Daryl Henderson, who did not play. Only scored nine points. Um, were you kind of spite rooting against Sony Michelle, or because you're such a big Rams fan, you were still like, "Yeah, let's crush I, Tim Brady and the and the Bucks." I feel like I stand Sony Michelle a lot as a as a former, as a former Sony Michelle Sony owner. Michelle owner. Much like uh, Ryan, always cheering for, uh, what's his fucking bitch? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook? Cook, yeah. Okay, hold yeah. up. Hold up. That's <laughs> not like... Okay, they are I mean, not that's equal that, I guess that's, players. Okay, yeah, I was going to say... But, like, I mean, like, I like to see I him do well. I understand if you had a player once upon a time, you could be a fan of them. Yeah. But let's not compare the two okay, players. Okay, I'm not comparing them. Jesus Christ. I mean, one of them is a college graduate. Maybe wow. both of them are. Elitist. I think Matt's team is struggling in his running back position. Oh, is that like a thing that we're saying about people now? Yeah. They're just you struggling too. at we're running back. Yet. I'm glad you brought up teams struggling with running backs because we're going to move on over to hold the... Hold up, number. hold up. I'm going to derail the power rankings since Matt and I have been uh, compared as having similar bills this year. Who's got better running backs? You're really going to try and flex that? What? I'm just saying. Trey Sermon just floated by because he happened to get a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You can be honest. It's all right. It's like cry a little. <laughs> you going to uh, start speaking, him again next week, Ryan? Hopefully. Speaking of teams with no running backs, uh, you know, th those people who live in glass houses or however it goes, we have the shitty Sauruses coming in at number seven, moving down three spots. After getting their ass handed to them, Mega Shark moves up. Shitty Services moves down. Um, you know, desperation move. Daryl Henderson's gone. She trades for Latavius Murray, league <laughs> saver, because she had no other startable <laughs> running backs on the team. Her only good running back, Saquon Barkley, coming in and out of the game with injuries. AJ Brown goes out with an injury. Um, very strong performances from uh, acquisition to Mar Chase. 
uh, Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. who I believe is like one of her dudes. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey with a, a you know a, a down game for Travis Kelsey. All hail Bobby Wagner. You know, an over like you know getting points where she needs them, but you know missing out on points a lot of other places. 143 points. Ashley, how are you feeling about your team after this week? Um. I've said this a few times. I'm slightly worried uh, because two of my running backs continuously (laughs) are hurt. Um, Saquon Barkley, I don't think is well. I think they're trying to pretend like he's well. He's not playing like a well man. I don't know. Did you see him leap into that? (laughs) He did leap. He he leapt very hard. Pretty awesome. Um, So I don't know, but I I don't know. We will see. We'll see. We'll see who's laughing when we're done with the waiver wire. <laughs> How do you feel about your quarterback situation, though, Mr. Ragging on Tom Brady? Whatever. Joe Burrow's going to get something. I'll we'll start a million Joe oh, Burrows after yeah, Tom Brady. Exactly. I got that Cincy stack. Do you have a stack, Jana? Yeah, I do. Does she really? I have Antonio Brown. Fuck. <laughs> I forgot they're on the same team. Infected with COVID, Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> Uh, well, the segues are writing themselves this week. On the opposite side of Shindy Soros' matchup, we have TJF, who moved up two spots from oh, wait. to Real sixth. quick, while we're still on TJF and my match, um, I would like to say that I am not sweating this week because there was no possible way I could win against Eric. His lowest score possible was higher than my highest score possible. Oh, I mean, unless you, made a, unless you built a better team. Well, which is what I, I built a pretty good team. They just were riddled with injuries. But I mean, did you not draft Saquon knowing he was a little bit hobbled? I mean, but he's really good at football. <laughs> you heard it here. Saquon Barkley is very, very good at football. Eric got a great bounce back uh, performance from Zeke and James Robinson, who I think were, uh, you know, generally shit talking last week. Ashley, Mike Williams just <laughs> blowing up right uh, now. They completely yeah. changed his usage. Uh, seems like he's thriving in the new role and crushing the shitty sources. Uh, you know, I think IDP is kind of letting Eric down right now. I don't know what he wants to do there. I'm shocked to see that he got 13 points out of Mike Jusecki. Narwhals, what are you thinking about TGIF? Ryan think thinks they might be a sleeper team. I agree with that. Um, why did he bench Aaron Donald? Um, uh, mostly probably because he doesn't like IDP. Oh. He saved me from starting Kyle Vanoy, who I'm just now seeing scored two more points than my defensive end. So I guess he didn't save me. But yeah, yeah. when you have Aaron Donald, I mean, I feel like that's a no question. He's right he's here. Healthy, you start that dude. Yeah, Aaron Donald and Demario Davis, a veteran shitty sources. Maybe here. Eric hasn't seen the pictures <laughs> of Aaron Donald with his shirt off. Yeah. Oh. That, All right, that's everybody. Why. Please send those pictures to Eric this week. I'm sure that's why he didn't start yeah. him. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen him show everyone how strong he is? <laughs> Show me the muscles. <laughs> Show me. Are you a bus, baby? Um, I am a Mike Williams believer. God, I love Mike Williams. Um, he's fun to watch. He's fragile, so it makes me a little nervous. Um, I mean, Zeke was going to get his eventually, so. I, I wish and I a wish player I would had show me how much they can eat after they score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, how hungry are you? Um, um, I, I like Eric's team. I think they're just getting started, and I think they're 
once he gets his IDP figured out, they're going to be a force. I know you didn't ask me, but um, I like... Everyone is willing to chip in it. I like to see a, a lot of a lot of veteran Shelbyville shitty sources on Eric's team to kick my ass. Um, and it was really nice watching Mike Williams go off in that Chargers game till I, uh, in the fourth quarter, remembered I was playing against him. <laughs> like, wow, he's doing great. Shit. <laughs> I, it's great scrolling down on the players and seeing how much they got drafted for and everything. I wish it showed the like the keeper transactions because um, I traded Allen Robinson to Eric a couple years ago now, and it's it's funny still seeing him there. Uh, but yeah, Eric, uh, you know maybe picking up steam Jalen Hurts, who I guess the rest of you know not even while well, I was keeping Kyler, but not really on my radar, uh, just crushing it because those legs. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see if Eric can keep it up this week, and maybe he's now showing what his team is capable of. All right, moving up the list here, you know, just a lot of risers. We got the Shenanahads moving from 7th to 5th um, with, you know, a pretty dominating performance, 193 points. Um, you don't need much when you're playing the Adams, scoring 99, but, you know, Jim got it done. Najee Harris, we're watching the Steelers game, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's if not every play, it's every other play. How do we get this guy the ball? Um, and really, you know, IDP coming together a little bit, especially Miles Garrett, who a lot of us are probably Woo! pretty, you know, mad we don't have on our team right now. Love of my life, Miles Garrett. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of flustered faces at the table right now for everybody not watching the video stream. But yeah, Shenanahads looking a little bit stronger, although, you know, maybe coming off uh, the back of, uh, you know, maybe some, just a couple, you know, maybe peak performances. Ryan, how are you feeling about the Shenanahads? Uh, I like the Shenanahads team a lot. They got they got everything they got there. They got guys that can get big spike weeks. Uh, the guys that didn't get big spikes weeks will probably get them next week. So they, I think, are looking good. He could, uh, I mean, even his IDP, I feel like, even though some of the duds he got there, there are guys that we know are going to pick it up as the season goes on. So, like, I think... Which one's the dud? Uh, Jeremy Chin. You, for, you got the Huh? Done. A what? He got the done. Uh, yeah, I think I think his team looks awesome. What do you feel about him still rostering free agent John Brown, who was released by the Raiders before the season started? <sighs> Maybe the Bills will pick him back up, and uh, <laughs> he'll be back to what he was with them last year. I don't know. Yeah, he should probably drop John Brown. <laughs> Uh, DK Metcalf coming back strong this week. Ashley's favorite player, Terry McLaurin, with uh, maybe a down <laughs> week. But, yeah, you know, I think this uh, is probably good for Jim. I, I kind of agree with you that there's some players who kind of had down weeks. And he still ended up with that 193 points. So, yeah, Jim looking pretty strong. We're going to keep working our way up the list, moving four spots up, proving all the haters. Ashley, wrong. The Boomers, number Why four. Why am I a hater? <laughs> I, you know, I just, I gotta, I gotta rile the people up. I gotta <laughs> pick some, uh, you know, pick a villain here. Uh, fourth in points on the season, fourth in the power ranking. Boomers jumping into chat today to talk about how much he loves his IDP players. Now he wants to expand IDP. Um, yeah, just crushing it. Did not, he played Dalvin Cook? 
He played Dalvin Cook this week. He is one of the two teams I said. And, uh, you know, maybe not as dominating as a performance, but if you can, you know, punt a, a, a roster spot and still end up with 168 points, I think you're doing okay. Austin Eckler, you know, getting all that usage like usual. Cole Beasley, surprise keeper, who, you know, just getting targeted nonstop with that little rat tail and missing tooth all over the field, scoring 15 points. Uh, you know, yeah, I guess so people, uh, you know, people like Andrew believing in him is what keeps him alive. You know, some duds, but yeah, IDP really keeping him afloat. Ashley, we have seen the boomers in the in the playoffs. We've seen the bubble multiple times. Mm-hmm. Haven't come away with a win yet. Is this their season? Could be. Um, I mean, they have, they do, like you said, have some duds, but there's a lot of potential here. Um, Is there something to say for collecting a bunch of players with disgusting hair? Because he also has Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I had not seen him in a while, and uh, looking like the biggest grease ball I've ever seen. What I, the maybe the Shailene Woodley thing isn't going as well as we All thought. Those natural soaps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite players, Peyton Barber, just completely disregarded by the league uh, and replacing Josh Jacobs for twenty, almost twenty-two points. Ryan, are we sl- were we sleeping on Peyton Barber? Um, I mean, considering I dropped him last week because I didn't think he was going to be worth anything after his down game. Yeah, I think we are. Like, the Raiders seem to love him. They're giving him the work. 111 yards and a touchdown. Are we sleeping on the Raiders in general? The 3-0 Raiders, right? 3-0 Raiders. Derek Carr, who is the ninth-ranked quarterback... Resident Raiders fan, Jana, here to talk a little bit Raiders. Darren Waller getting all that business. Darren. Hunter Renfro. I mean, yeah, it's one of the highest powered offenses in the league right now. It's looking good. Is there an uglier coaching staff than the Raiders? (laughs) No. No. Is hair gel a requirement on this team? (laughs) Obviously. And maybe a little spray tan. We need to talk a little bit more about IDP and just say that today Andrew has a had a come to Jesus moment about IDP, seeing the scores from him, and uh, yeah, uh, welcome Ryan, to the dark side. Ryan and I were watching uh, Sports Center last night for maybe five hours straight when they start repeating the same talking points over and over and over. And one of the little fun factoids I heard is that. Never in history has there been two brothers in the NFL who have caught a reception or caught a pass uh, for the first three weeks of the season. Stefan Diggs and his brother, Trayvon Diggs, who has caught an interception the first three weeks. Wow. So, you know, I've been talking a lot of crap on cornerbacks this season, but uh, Trayvon Diggs just absolutely killing it 15 points a week. Looking good, too, all doing it. Yeah, those Diggs brothers. They got the good genes. The Diggs have got, yeah. <laughs> Some good-looking men in that family. So, yeah, boomers, if you can, you know, just dominate, get fourth in points, get the wins, all while just completely punting a running back spot that we're so desperately trying to fill, and while picking up Peyton Barber, <laughs> Barber scored 22 points. Uh, yeah, just flex on the rest of the league, crushing it. All right, we are moving into the, you know, I, I don't even know how much time we need to spend on these teams here. No change from the last week, um, even with Rusty Narwhals moving into the number one point spot. We got Niblonians at number three, Narwhals at number two, Giant Octopus at number one. 
Jana, is this unfair? Should you be the number one team in the league? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. You heard it here first. Not yet. I got to get a couple more wins under my belt before I'm going to get that cocky. <laughs> so I mentioned last week I don't like scoring that many points in the first couple of weeks because it's, you know, nothing but downhill from there. Uh, my team, you know, drops back down to earth by, you know, almost 100 points. Uh, kind of a, a stinker against the Nablonians here who, you know, did not, you know, slow down at all. Uh, great performance from Jordan Hicks, which hurts. Ex-Giant Octopus Jordan Hicks. Um, Denzel Perriman killing it. Logan Wilson, just uh, two, three interceptions. I don't remember. Just absolutely crushing it. Cooper Cup, who is just seemingly, I don't know if it's overall in the fantasy community or just in our league, underrated every year, 26 points. Um, you know, and then Russell Wilson, uh, I kind of realized my, my fate was sealed and I was relying on Tyler Lockett to maybe get me the win and she's starting Russell Wilson. So, uh, Ryan, out of these three teams, who, who's your pick here? Who, who's the one that's going to stand out from this division? I think it's funny that uh, you mentioned the thing about Cooper Cup because it seems like every year when you're looking at the uh, the preseason draft rankings, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are like ranked right next to each other because usually at the end of the year they finish right next to each other. They're always going to be solid, but it's kind of just a coin flip on who might be slightly better. And this year it's just like Cooper Cup's just playing out of his mind. Like it's it's wild how how much better he's doing. I mean, we Rams. we did we did preseason here, right? It's right before the draft, and I say, hey, you know, I've got this magical crystal ball. This person's going to score twenty points then 32 points, then 26 points. And you guys are trying to imagine a wide receiver. Is it Cooper Cup? Probably not. No. no. Uh, but just, yeah, absolutely crushing it. Uh, you know, Matt Stafford doing a lot for the Rams out there, making them uh, pretty fun to watch. Doesn't make a lot of the mistakes that, uh, that Goff made. Um, yeah, I, you know, it, I think Nibelonians are the team that, that stands out a lot, looking real good, um, especially... You know, Ryan and I were talking about Alaire, you know, all the fumbles and, you know, rumblings that maybe he was going to lose that job. I mean, he fumbled pretty early on in that game. They still got a ton of work, um, ended up scoring a touchdown. Gibson, you know, scored as well. If this team, you know, and these are, you know, so maybe down games as far as like an RB1 perspective. So, yeah, I mean, Nibelonians maybe even room to grow. Well, um, then, yeah, you look at her bench. Her three running backs, she has bench scored mm-hmm. 20 points, 17 points, 16 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Lucinda, can I have some of those running so backs? So, she's hoarding the good stuff. Hit me yep. up. <laughs> I have lots of wide receivers. Yep. If you want to win at fantasy, go ahead and marry the auctioneer (laughs) and just things will start falling your way. All right. Well, that wraps it up for the power rankings. We're going to go ahead and jump on over to week four. We're doing a a Austin and Justin classic where we did not decide upon a matchup of the week ahead of time. So we're going to go and walk through some of these with a mega shark and giant octopus. The bro bowl. The classic bro bowl uh, monster bowl. When when we started this league, Matt and I picked our teams in opposition of each other. We literally we knew the classic movie giant octopus versus mega shark. And we said we want to, you know, kind of riff on that. We picked our, our avatars and stuff like that. Um, we have the two and one Nablonians going against the two and one Shenanahads. Both scored, you know, around two hundred points last week. That one's going to look pretty tough. We have the two and one Boomers going against the now two and one Puma Skulls. Mm. 
the 0-3 surfers going against the 2-1 uh, team go insanely fast. How many times do you hear that said out loud? <laughs> we got the 1-2 bunnies versus the 2-1 shitty sources, and we have the 0-3 Adams versus the 1-2 rusty narwhals. The two that are looking pretty good to me here are probably, I can't remember all, I know we've done Jim already this season, uh, but the Nibblonians and the Shenanahads is looking like a pretty good matchup to me. That was the one that stood up to me. That's both two teams that scored uh, over 190 points last mm-hmm. week and have been consistently scoring pretty high. Jim's had other pretty high scores this, this season, hasn't he? Yeah. 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 Uh, those are two pretty high-powered teams. I would think that would be a pretty good matchup. Ashley, what's your take on the matchup of the week? <laughs> um, I agree that there's a matchup of the week. <laughs> I agree that there is a matchup of the week. Um, Have we done a Lucinda or a Jim matchup? Yeah. Already? We've done a Jim matchup. Jim, yeah. We've done a Justin matchup. Those yeah. are the two that stood mm-hmm. out, I think. Yeah. Um... I, I think it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> on whose side? The Lucinda Jim one? Yeah. The Who? Lucinda blowout. You think Lucinda's just going yeah. to crush him? She's had a consistent... Jim's been pretty consistent. He has been, but a little bit lower. Well. I'm going to Rochambeau. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, Lucinda has scored about 50 more points than Jim on the season. Um, I'm thinking this looks good as our matchup of the week. It's looking pretty, you know, close. ESPN has Lucinda slightly favored. My system has Lucinda a little bit more favored. Um, you know, I, I like the matchup. I think there's a lot of explosive players on, on both sides. Um, they both have really good wide receivers. You know, we got CeeDee Lamb, Cooper Cup um, on one side. We got Terry McLaurin and DK Metcalf on the other side. Uh, I think the interesting part is that they both have running backs who are, you know, not necessarily like struggling as players. They're really talented, um, just maybe not scoring as many points as we think that they should. And, uh, you know, Nick Chubb, Najee Harris versus uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and uh, Antonio Gibson. I think that is going to be a really interesting part of the matchup to watch. Um, I think the one part where Lucinda kind of, you know, gets to pull ahead, though, you know, Darren Waller versus Dallas Goddard, you know, not even really remotely close. Um, so I think she definitely has a strong edge there. But we have seen that Jim's IDP has been coming through really well. So I think Miles Garrett will probably play a pretty big role in what happens there. But this one is looking pretty good to me. Ashley, you've said that you think this is going to be a Nibelonians blowout. Mm-hmm. Janet, how are you feeling about this one? have no thoughts no thoughts empty head it's the ideal scenario for <laughs> no, all I of think, us i feel like lucinda has the edge but i do think jim's idp could carry him over because he means dina's idp oh <laughs> hot take the hottest take of all <laughs> dina secretly running the shenanigans um, but yeah lucinda's idp has been a little bit sketchy all right, Ryan, what are your thoughts? Who's going to take this one? Uh, I disagree with Jana. I think Lucinda's IDP has is looks pretty solid. As somebody who just got crushed by uh, Lucinda's <laughs> IDP. <laughs> well, I guess I'm looking at the like Chandler Jones pickup. Like you pick him up after he had some like ins- insane put, week of like 40 points and then he puts up a like, nothing he a scored, turd burger he scored almost 10 this week that's like the ball that's like that's a turd burger Ryan that's decent for a defensive but lineman but that's like sketchy 
sketchy. If you're going from like the highest of the high to nothing, like what kind of consistency is that? I mean, I don't know. And who knows? Maybe she might find someone else with a better matchup Maybe next she week. Will. I wouldn't judge someone by their defensive lineman. Unless it's Aaron Donald sitting on your bench. Eric, can you start? How can you sit that man? He's so strong. <laughs> Um, but Put yeah, him in. Her, her Put offense. Put him in. Put him in. <laughs> her offense is stacked. Tons of great playmakers. I think. I think Lucinda is gonna pull eke it out. Um, not saying I couldn't see it going so the way. Jim, Jim, yeah, Jim's also got. He's got a great lineup as well. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Lucinda. He has Miles Garrett. That's true. <laughs> So he this also is John Brown. <laughs> <laughs> John, John, Brown. <laughs> John, John Brown. Drop John Brown. Drop John Brown. If if Jim doesn't drop John Brown next week, we know he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I'm sure you guys are familiar. We used to do this thing where we told Jim all the time we'd pay him a dollar. Jim, if you're listening right now, I'll give you a dollar fab. $1. If you drop John Brown, I will give you a dollar fab if you're listening to this podcast. Um, so this is my favorite thing in a um, matchup of the week. We got games starting on Thursday with Marvin Jones, uh, Luke Wilson, Miles Jack. That should be really, really fun. Jim has a massive uh, 10 a.m. Uh, you know, slate right here. I don't know, you know, maybe eight, nine players. Uh, Lucinda's got a solid one o'clock, but we're going to go all the way to Monday here. And this is going to probably be really stressful for Jim unless he has a, a pretty big lead because she'll have uh, Darren Waller and uh, Denzel Perriman going on Monday. So Jim is probably going to be. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Raiders nation on the pod and in this matchup. So we'll see what happens. I think this one looks Gosh, pretty exciting. That's my Raiders and your Chargers. Ugh. I've watched too many Chargers Raiders games in my life to care. That was really not fun. The rivalry I was trying to uh, put out there with you. On past rivalries, they'll probably win. Uh, yeah, but both. It's going to depend a lot on what else happens in the division. But you know, both teams are two and one. They got a chance to kind of take over their division if they win and everything falls into place. So yeah, should be an exciting one. That is all we have for this podcast. Um, this is going to be the last of uh, you know Elise's in person Seattle podcasts uh, for a while. I don't know who else is going to come visit us this year. No Probably one. no one. Probably <laughs> no one. Maybe <laughs> Ashley and I will record one with little baby Edie. Um, but yeah, it's been great. Ashley, anything else to say to the league before we sign off here? Um. Should, do you think that they're going to list A.J. Brown out soon so that I can put him on my IR? There's not, you know, it's only Tuesday <laughs> as we record this. Not a lot of injury designations. I saw uh, probably about 20 players kneeling for Tyler Lockett. He has a, a healthy status right now, so things are kind of confusing. I'm sure we'll get more as they start practice. Um, yeah. I need to make room for all my big pickups this week. <laughs> There's going to be, yeah, hopefully the waiver wire is pretty <laughs> exciting tomorrow. We've had, uh, you know, maybe one of the bigger running back injuries this season. Exciting to see how that plays out. Jenna, anything else to say to the league? No, it's been fun. It's been fun. Um, I hope everyone throws down on some challenges because I'm ready to go. <laughs> We're going to get the challenges going and, you know, it's up to you to be involved or not. And if you're not involved, then Suck that's it. your problem. I have some other questions. 
Should We're I? circling back to the <laughs> shitty sauruses who inexplicably have come back with more comments. Should I pick up Daniel Jones? <laughs> what? The oh. moment we all knew the shitty sauruses season was doomed. We found out last week that Ashley balances her roster <laughs> on the podcast. So right now she's actively setting she's all her She's making all her way <laughs> All six of those IDP moves that she's going to make. It's true. It is true. All right, yes, Surfers, what do you got for us? Uh, yes, I think you should pick up Daniel Jones. That dude is just putting his body out there on the line. So He's let so him wear it out for your fantasy points. He'll be injured soon. He wishes he was a running quarterback. He's all, look at me, I'm Lamar Jackson. Eat shit on the four-yard line. He's all, do I get points when I run backwards away from defenders? Just think, the chances of him having a breakaway... <laughs> run and tripping over himself before he gets to the end zone again are pretty low. Like, That's true. Oh, he's already got going, that one out of his system. They were high. <laughs> He'll do it again. <laughs> oh my god. All right, surfers, any other comments for the league before we sign off here? Uh, no, um, I don't really have any other comments. Oh, you literally meant no. Usually it's like, oh no, but, oh no, just uh, this one other thing, like, that's uh, great playing with you guys, but I'm going to win. You can, I'm going to get your asses. Uh, yeah, you know, I uh, I don't have anything either. So good luck. Wow, or not. what an anticlimactic. The worst sign-off of all time. I'm excited to play against Matt this week. Um, I don't know. It's going to be fun. Everybody keep it up. I'm excited to see the challenges. I forgot that we had a Marco Polo earlier. Oh, one more thing. Do we think Josh Gordon is going to smoke weed again and get kicked off another team? Josh Gordon <laughs> is an addict, and I need to treat him as such. <laughs> with kindness and love and you know I I don't know how the Josh Gordon thing is going to play out on the waiver wire but I hope he does well he's a good guy I feel like I'm on Marco Polo right now recording the podcast so I hope everybody remembers that we have Marco Polo in the podcast alright for me the commish and this gaggly group of guests that I have thanks everybody and we will see you on Thursday Swimming pool with nobody's is a problem that we